0: The men's basketball team, there's some worries, and we're going to talk about them today, but the patience is key, and that is big for this men's program for the Gophers basketball team. You are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Uh, Golden Gophers. Whatever it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now today, we are talking some Gophers men's basketball, but be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube so you get the latest and greatest episodes for the show, and you can find all of the shows of this past year we've been going since late April so definitely feel free to hit subscribe and check out all the information that we're discussing Monday through Friday and be sure to follow the podcast wherever you get them whether that be Spotify, Stitcher, you name it you'll find it at Locked On Golden Gophers. Now today we're talking about the men's basketball team. Patience, patience, patience. Yes, we've preached it all. We need patience for this young team, and that is still the case. But it feels like we need to still see more from this men's basketball team. There are just things that aren't clicking, and I want to dive into a bit of it today. Now, the Gophers are off to a slower start, which is to be expected. Coach Ben Johnson had anticipated it might be a slower start than last year having the seven graduate transfers or seven transfers in last year that have all graduated and moved on now now you have a younger team built up with more true freshmen than we've seen a true young foundation to the program has been set but that's going to take time to be able to mesh and understand each other's games and play off of each other and build that chemistry so yes we expected a slower start That that's for certain, but you still want to see more of the improvements game to game. And right now, these last few games for the men's basketball team just haven't fully been there when it comes to that. Now, it's still frustrating. I'm frustrated watching it. There are moments where it's just like, yes, this is the talent. This is what we're talking about. But they're very brief and few and far between, and you want to see those grow. You want to see those expand. You want to see those get more consistent. Now, as it currently stands, in the net rankings, the Gophers are sitting at around 243 of 362 teams. That's pretty bad. Pretty bad. But it could be worse. Now, their record is 4-6 and at the moment. They have wins versus Western Michigan, St. Francis, Brooklyn, Central Michigan, and Cal Baptist. Now they have losses against DePaul, who is 150th in the net rankings, UNLV, who's 36th in the net rankings and on the verge of being ranked, Virginia Tech, who is 33 in the net rankings, number 24 in the country right now, Purdue, who is 3 in the net rankings, number one in the country, and then Michigan, who is 81st in the net rankings and just barely in that kind of third tier team on the border of a second tier team and then mississippi state who is sixth in the net rankings and number 17 overall in the nation so overall the gophers have are their own four when it comes to quad one wins or the best type of big game wins against top tier teams or on the road against like second tier quality teams basically the best type of wins you can get are quad one wins now the gophers are 0 and four against quad one matchups there's 0-0 zero and zero in Quad 2, so they haven't played any Quad 2 matchups. Quad 3, they are 1-2, and two, and then Quad 4, they are 3-0. and oh. So the positive is they've handled a lot of the teams that they should have thus far. Like, if you should have won the game, being a higher program or a more dominant team historically, they've won most of those games. In fact, the only one that they haven't won, is DePaul. So basically outside of DePaul, they've won the games. They're hundred percent supposed to win, but you want to see them at least competing in those games that maybe they're assumed to lose. Maybe you steal one or two of those games. Maybe you are really into it down to the wire in some of those games, but we haven't seen that too much with this Gophers basketball team when it comes to the men's side of things. Now their best win is that Cal Baptist game in overtime It's not very inspiring, but it was their best win. And their worst loss is by far the DePaul loss to a quad three team that has been up and down all year. It's not like DePaul is out there just overachieving. They're only like six and five right now. So they're barely a better record than the Gophers and the Gophers should not have dropped that game. There have been flashes of the talent, especially from the young guys in moments, but it needs to be bigger strides moving forward. So how can we get there? How can we fix the issues that are at hand? And also, what has been going right? What are these flashes that I'm talking about? We're going to talk about all that. But let's talk about addressing the problems that need to be addressed. And what hasn't been working for the Gophers thus far, there are major problems with this Gophers unit that need to be addressed. And we're going to talk about that coming up next. But first, We got to talk about our friends over at Omaha Steaks. Now, Omaha Steaks is a fantastic experience to give to a loved one or to a family gift for this holiday season. And receiving the gift of Omaha Steaks is fantastic. If you like to grill, if you like to smoke meats, anything of the sort, Omaha Steaks is definitely the spot where you got to be. Omaha Steaks has put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. And that's what I'm all about is nice and easy, bang, boom, get it done and be done with the Christmas shopping, the holiday shopping, whatever it is, I want to be done and move on from it. I don't know if there's others that are of the similar mindset, but you can just go over to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Use locked on, code locked on. So one word, L O C E D O N, locked on, at checkout, and you'll get an additional $40 off your order. So you got the 50% off site wide plus $40 off of your individual order using promo code locked on. It's definitely a steal, and you wanna get it to it right now. Head on over to omahasteaks.com today. All right, so let's dive in to the issues that the men's Gophers basketball team needs to improve. And Number one is rebounding. Absolutely. Rebounding is the foundation of Big Ten basketball. If you can't rebound the ball, you're going to get bullied. Now, this team needs to clean up on the glass consistently, night in and night out. You have to do it. Boards are Big Ten basketball. It's as simple as that. If you're getting dominated on the boards, you are not going to win Big Ten basketball games. That was seen in Purdue and the Michigan games. We just got bullied on the boards. Now, the Michigan game, the difference wasn't as vast on the boards, but in the Purdue game, it was. It was. And so what can we do? What is what is so big about it? Well, our best rebounders are Pharrell Payne and he's averaging 5.6 rebounds per game, which is 26th in the Big Ten. 26, our best rebounders, the 26th best rebounds per game in the conference. It's just too much of a gap. Then you've got Garcia at 5.4 rebounds per game, 28th in the Big Ten. And then a guard, Braden Carrington is our third best rebounder on the team at the moment with five rebounds per game, 32nd in the Big Ten. So Our best rebounders are 26th, 28th, and 32nd in the Big Ten. That's just not going to do it. It's not going to cut it at that level. And if you want to bring in Big Ten victories, you have to box out. You have to get positioning. And you have to be aggressive. Find a body and then get the ball. Find a body. You can't be turning to try to box out after the shot is already coming off, after the shot is already rebounding. You have to have the positioning and you have to be just... You have to beat a man, not only to the spot, but find the body first and then get the rebound. And it just seems like the Gophers are very inconsistent with this. We have to see a tick up, even if it's just to like seven rebounds a game. That's a huge difference when you're adding that up. So hopefully Payne and Garcia can start clicking up in those rebounding categories. Love to see Carrington continue to get about five as a freshman guard. Love to see that. Love the effort. But that's problem number one is rebounding for this Gophers offense. Now, or offense, Gophers team, my bad. So next point, next point of where we need to fix is free throws. They're free. They are called free throws. Like you get free points that are critical in games. The Gophers have to do better in this. And it doesn't just feel like it's a bad thing when you're watching the games. It is. Of the 14 Big Ten teams, 10 of them are shooting free throws in the 70% range. And the only, those bottom four teams, Michigan at 67%, so just under those 70s. Illinois at 65.4%, Nebraska at 64%, and then the Gophers at 58%, 5'8". You're barely hitting half of your free throws. That isn't acceptable at all, and it needs to be changed immediately. I don't want to hear about, oh, well, it's something that you can't get a feel for in the games or uh, until you're in the games. You can't get a feel for it in practice. No, nada. Mm -mm. I've played basketball throughout my life. I've played the AAU circuit. I've played high school hoops. Absolutely not shooting 58% is not acceptable and it needs to change. I don't care if you add an extra half hour to practices to make sure the free throws are getting in. If they're hitting the line, every practice because of free throws being missed in practice, that's how you turn it away. So that way, when these guys are getting in the gym, maybe the first thing they're doing is step into the line and shooting 10, shooting 20, shooting 25 free throws, but practice starts after practice starts get on the line and practice your free throws it is unacceptable to be 58 percent worse than the Big Ten but not only worse than the Big Ten the Gophers are 348th in the country of 362 teams when it comes to free throw percentage Are you kidding me? You have to, have to get that solved ASAP. Now, the third problem that I want to talk about with this team is the offensive flow. These three things are the major keys, the rebounding, the free throws, and the offensive flow. There is just a lot of standing around, a lot of stagnation for this offense, especially if Talon Cooper isn't on the floor. This needs to be The team needs to find an identity when it comes to the offense and an engine player on the defensive end. But if they can figure that out, if they can find an identity, whether that be, you know, more of an inside dribble, drive and kick team, if that be more of a three point shooting team, which from what we've seen so far, that's definitely not the strong suit for this Gophers offense. If that's working it into the post and then working outside, if that's working through Dawson Garcia, Instead of Jameson Battle, until Jameson Battle's shot can fall, whatever it is, we have to find an identity, have to find one in order to have this offense flow better and people to find, create shot openings as opposed to kind of forcing shot openings or forcing uncomfortable shots. And that's what it looks like on the offensive end. Yes, there are some moments where it's beautiful. It's great ball. But there are a lot of times where the shots look tense. They look quick. They look thrown up. They look forced. And it's just, what is the offensive system? We have to build the chemistry within the team, have that that camaraderie and understanding where players are going to be, where they like to get the ball, where they like their shots, how they like to receive passes. And that takes time, yes. But you still need some sort of flow, some sort of consistency. And if that team can figure that out and they mesh with each other. I actually still believe they can finish around maybe that 10th or 11th in the Big Ten conference this year, steal some wins from teams that they're not supposed to steal wins from. And figuring this out on the offense will naturally solve the high turnovers that this team sees occasionally. If you can figure out a flow to the offense, if you can figure out a team identity, then the turnovers will start to come down from trying not trying to force the ball as much. Now, overall, Jameson's shot has struggled to fall. Carrington's shot has struggled to fall. And Henley is in a similar spot as well. Finding a flow, finding a rhythm to the offense as a whole will help these players' shots start to drop naturally, especially those true freshmen whose jumpers look tense in moments and not in rhythm right now. So that is the three problems that the Gophers need to solve moving forward now on the bright side of things Dawson Garcia and Talon Cooper have been major players coming in Talon is averaging a double digit points while leading the team in three-point percentage three points made assists and steals Burrell Payne is the real deal he is finding his footing and his consistency but honestly I think he deserves more minutes per game he's getting about 23 minutes per game and I think he should get more to be honest, he's out there doing work. He's your best rebounder on the team right now in a team that's struggling to rebound. Let's get the man some more minutes. I love Trayton Thompson. Pharrell Payne should be on the floor even more. That It's simple right now. Now that doesn't mean Trayton Thompson shouldn't get minutes, but it means that you need to get this true freshman who's balling out and looks the part more opportunities to continue to find his footing and his consistency and build on what he's already put out there. He has five games and double figures in scoring. He's aggressive around the rim, and he has one double-double so far in his true freshman career, but his defensive presence has really been rapidly growing these last four games where he's had two blocks, two blocks, four blocks, and three blocks in his last four games. The defensive presence is there. The aggressiveness is there. The rebounding is the best on the team. He has to see the court more and allow him to continue expanding. Now, another team that could, or another player that could also use some more time and seems to be clicking more and more for him is Josh Ola Joseph. He has a spark, he has tenacity, and the energy to be one of the best defenders on this team. He never gives up. He's relentless, and you can see that on the floor each and every time he is out there. Now, he's only getting about 18 minutes a game, and again, he's a guy who I think should get more time. In the last four games, he has had 9 points, 11 points, 10 points, and 11 points, along with 3 boards, 5 boards, 3 boards, 4 boards. He's getting more involved. He's finding his flow, and he's starting to get... More up to speed when it comes to D1 basketball. So in these upcoming games, it has to be something to prioritize as letting him continue to build and get more opportunities. These final three games, he should honestly be at 20 plus minutes for him to truly find his footing fully prior to the Big Ten play. Now, it seems like the core of players on this team right now are the three main three you know Talon Cooper, Jameson Battle, Dawson Garcia, those guys are the core and the heart of this team. But then building around them, it seems like Josh Ola Joseph, Pharrell Payne, Braden Carrington, Jaden Henley, all four of them are really stepping into their own. That's seven, a core of seven players right there. And then you can sprinkle in contributions from guys like Trayton Thompson, like Torres Samuels, and then Ramberg and Purcell off of the bench. If, If you ever need some additional minutes, you can always go there. But it seems like there's that core seven. And then where do we go from there? You use Trayton Thompson... According to maybe the matchups, maybe some games he's playing more and some games he's not. And the same with Taurus Samuels. But it seems like there's a core seven with two rotational, maybe three rotational players coming into the game for the Gophers. Now, lastly, I want to talk about how the Gophers have to close out December. It's a major month for them they've dropped some big games so far and it's time to close it out the right way that's coming up next but first we have to talk about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar man Built Bar is delicious I'm not gonna lie to you we I used it a whole bunch over the summer and I haven't been able to stop in fact it's a great thing to tide you over if you work out a lot if you need if you don't have enough snacking between meals but you find yourself hungry between lunch and dinner grab a bill bar it fills you up quick it's power packed with protein and it actually tastes good and so you've got different things like cookie dough topper coconut brownie white peppermint chocolate granola like they've got so many flavors they've got fruity they've got chocolatey savory sweet you name it they've got it for you and they make sure it tastes good so head on over to bill Com, and you can get 15% off your orders today by using promo code locked on15. You can go over to build.com, use promo code locked15, locked on 15, excuse me, for 15% off your order at build.com. Alright, we're wrapping this thing up with how the gophers have to finish off the month of December. It should be positive, it should be rewarding. It should be A step in the right direction, but one misstep could go horribly wrong for this team in the development if they drop a game in these next three. You have to win these final three games in the month of December. In the non-conference pre-New Year last year, Minnesota was 10-1 with its only loss being to Michigan State. They beat Kansas City, Western Kentucky, Princeton, Purdue-Fort Wayne, Jacksonville, Pitt, Mississippi State, Michigan, and then Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and Green Bay. Now, a lot of those teams that I just rattled off are low majors, are necessarily kind of easy wins, but then you rattled off confident wins like Mississippi State and Michigan, and even the Pitt game last season. Now, those games that you want to be competitive in and maybe steal one this year were the Michigan, the Purdue, the Mississippi state, the Virginia tech, the UNLV. And we didn't rattle any wins off in there. Most of them, we were fighting to come back for a majority of the game. Now, some of them look closer than they actually were. Like UNLV finished at nine points. Virginia tech was a closer than it actually was the entire game. That's the thing you want to see the fight from the young team. You want to see it closer throughout the game and then maybe losing later in the in the second half just to see them hanging around. And we haven't seen that yet, but now you're finishing off with three teams you have no business being in close games with. You need to come out, you need to dominate, and you need to start to click and let these players find their rhythm. Jameson Battle should come out here in these next three games and absolutely light it up on opponents that shouldn't be able to handle him. These freshmen should be able to now, having played a Purdue, having played a Michigan, having played a Mississippi State, where teams that are ranked, Virginia Tech, teams that have been, are currently ranked right now that you played with, maybe hung around with for a bit, but then lost it all, lost momentum, whatever, you felt that competition now. You felt that D1 level of play against some of the best teams in the nation. In fact, Purdue, number one in the nation, you played the best team in the nation already. You need to come out into these next three non-conference games and win big. 20 points, 15 points, 30 points. You need to win big and do it convincingly. Now, the next three games to close the year, they're all home games. They're all at home. So no weirdness on that front. Familiar territory. And you're playing Arkansas Pine Bluff, who's 3-8, and 304 in the net rankings, also played Mississippi State and lost by nearly 40 you have to dominate that game. Then you go to Chicago State, three and eight, or not go to, they come here, three and eight again, 264 in the net ranking, net rankings, played Northwestern and lost by 31. They also lost to St. Thomas here in Minnesota by 22, which is the first direct comparison opponent you're going to have. And you know, people are going to look into it. So Go out there and beat them by 30 instead of the 22 St. Thomas did. Go out there and show you are the real deal convincingly. And then you have Alcorn State, who's 3-7, and 196 in the net rankings. They beat Wichita State, and they beat Stephen F. Austin, but... Those were both on the road. They have also lost two semi-unexpected teams. You gotta, you gotta win all three. You have to win out, and you need to do it convincingly. Growth needs to be shown. Leaders need to rise, and level up needs to be made in order to start feeling more comfortable about this basketball season and what could be moving forward. So that's what needs to happen with this men's basketball team. That's going to do it for us on today's episode of Locked On Golden Gophers. If you like what you're hearing, hit subscribe down below and leave a thumbs up so that way more people can start to find this video as we move forward and find this channel as we're building the community. Now, tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit about Mark Coyle and the success he's brought to the Gophers program and we're also going to talk about how John Michael Schmitz got absolutely robbed when it comes to the Remington then later this week we're going to close it out by talking about the Gophers women's basketball team who I have a hot take with them I have a hot take some might not enjoy it but it's the truth and you need to hear it so be sure to hit subscribe and tune in for those episodes coming up later this week this is Kane Rob signing out. have a good one I'll see you tomorrow